You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. Okay, here we go. Episode number four. Um, but before we begin... Uh, oh, hang on. Before we begin, you have to tell them. I, I know you. I know you're about to set this episode up. I'm not about to set up anything. Yes, what I was are. about to was thank people oh, okay. for um, helping us get into um, the charts with the launch of the podcast. Yes. This is the first podcast we've done since we launched our initial three. Yes. Um, so if you if you liked it and, and you know, you left some feedback, that's great. We're stoked. Thank you so Thanks. much. Thanks for that. Yes, it's been <laughs> unreal and amazing. And that's actually why we've sat down today to record another one. We have some interviews lined up with some phenomenal guests next week. Um, but the demand is there. People have said, come on, where's the next one with you guys? So we wanted to bring you today's on... Relationships. relationships and i want to uh this is a fo- now you can say this is up. a disclaimer as well huge disclaimer. um we've been together for almost you know let's say 15 years I was like, right? oh, here we go we're How gonna pump it up a little bit just to make ourselves sound a bit more credible right because that's what people do when they start no, we can go there right now how, no, no. so how long have we been in each other's lives honey oh you know each other's lives uh together look, look in eternity since, <laughs> since before i was what born. do you always tell me you get less for murder yeah well that's a common thing no no we've been together about 12 years but exclude. Uh, 15, exclusively 12. Uh, Morgan! <laughs> what, 13? <laughs> what, when's our anniversary? Uh, which one? <gasps> Dating. 17th of, oh no, 17th of October was when we got married. Uh, yeah. uh, 20, uh, 25th of, um, 25th of April. Okay. Anzac Day. Exactly, honey. A lot of good men died that day. <laughs> Including you. Including me. No, sorry. We are going to just, obviously, we just thought, look, we've been together a while. Um, this seems to be a, like a hot topic on yeah. the internet at the moment and when i say hot topic is there's a lot of people out there offering um coaching on relationships and i'm not going to talk about them specifically what i am going to say is if you're if you're listening to this and you're going through some stuff in a relationship right now go and find some professional help because we are not professionals we are not those, your people and most of the people online the 27 year old has been in a relationship six months offering five thousand dollar relationship coaching coaching packages or like coaches that like a brand new in relationships and then start to dish out relationship advice yeah they're still having kinky sex like of course (laughs) that's cute of course it's great follow my steps she probably still wears makeup to bed like want to have a successful relationship here's how you do it yeah but no follow my five-step formula we were laughing this morning saying we want to do this because we know we know the demand is there and we always say like these are the things we get asked the most how do you and morgan how are you still so in love or happy? Which, I it's mean, we, it's we hate each other. Anyone who's oh. married is miserable. <laughs> That's the first thing you've got to learn. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. No, it's a joke. Kidding. <laughs> um, I also just went to like pick my nose and I forget that we also vlog this. So can, I'm still uh, going to do it. I just I can, did it. I can edit it out, no, but now I'm going to edit it in. Leave it in. <laughs> um, but we want to say that and almost like pun intended we are not professionals we are having this conversation with you seriously like this is obviously something that we're passionate about and we're going to give you five tips on how to i don't know not even spice up your relationship but just the five things that make us work so cohesively that's what we're going to talk about today however 
if you are someone that is, you know, like Morgan said, suffering or um, there's, you know, you probably wouldn't even identify this, but if there's narcissistic behavior, you know, from a partner in the relationship or there's domestic violence, but what if, like, anything if like that, like, gets, please stuff, go and get professional Stuff gets complicated, especially being together a while and there's finances start coming into it, like houses and, and kids and stuff. I just think if, if that sounds like you, by all means, listen to this, maybe you get something out of it. Yeah, but we can make you laugh. Otherwise, like, go find a professional. Yeah. And, yeah. Psychologists. Whatever they, whoever um, it is, yeah. For them. Totally. All right. Okay. So, step one. Things. So, here it is. Step one. This is what my, my first bit is uh, bat below your average. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm punching. I always think I. So just quickly, I mean, Look, if you're listening to this on podcast and you hear my voice, you might think that you're you're <laughs> punching. But if you watch this on on YouTube, you, Babe, you, you probably think it's the other punching. way around. I'm punching. Do you know we were actually shopping the other day? <laughs> Tell this story. I don't you even know what the story okay, is. We were shop. We were doing a food shop the other day, and I was like putting the things through the um, checkout, and Morgs had like gone off to get something, and came back over, and the lady was basically like stopped him from coming to me. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> don't yeah, bother this woman. Yeah, she was like, I was waiting for her to be like, excuse me, ma'am, is this, is this man bothering you? <laughs> like I wasn't supposed to be there. I don't know. Funny. But funny. you just get like riveted. You're like, what? What do you mean? Like, am yeah. I not good enough for my wife? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, honey, zip it. Just scan <laughs> the damn products and go. Okay, okay. No. So five things that makes us. Well, here we are, 15 years in, laughing, yeah. loving, and this is the thing. We, so Morgan and I, podcast together. Sure, but we live together, work together, run our business together, travel together, eat, breathe, sleep, shit together. Like yeah. we do it all. Um, and so I know we're still in the young and I know it's only been 15 years and it's definitely unsolicited advice, but let's go. Yeah. What did we say though this morning walking? We kind of were like going over some things that we might want to talk about. Yeah. And there was one thing that we said isn't going to even make the list because it, this. I was about to, to say, I was, why is this not on the list? And I said, right. So yeah. trust. Okay. The, yeah. Trust is a it baseline. Can't, it's not going on the list because trust in a relationship is what breathing is to living yeah if you don't have trust you don't have a relationship yeah so let's just put that out there if you're it, struggling with that then you probably you probably do need the professional help not a little fun podcast where we're going to give you some like basic advice yeah because yeah ladies and here's the thing oh, i just want to give this bit of advice to oh, to God. the ladies as well because we were talking about this too it's like we've all seen those memes like we're gonna uh, get to that though well, honey but now but i think as it relates to trust okay so, you know, we see the memes like uh, um, husbands going out at nine o'clock, schedule argument for 8.30. Like there's always an argument that erupts before you go we out. We don't like you having fun with exactly. friends. Exactly. It's because you don't trust us. I trust you. There's, 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 there's people that don't trust their <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, if you find yourself doing that, there might be a trust issue. Yeah. Right? But that's just my personal opinion. Remember, I'm not a professional. I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. All right. So the n- number one, here we go. Number one. The number one tip, and I, it's kind of in order. I actually feel like it's a little bit in order, yeah. is to have radical communication. Yeah, but what does that mean? Okay, so for us, what this looks like, and we've had to learn this, and is it's not necessarily like I am going here and I am doing this and da-da-da-da-da. How I explain radical communication is that everything is perception. 
So Morgan might do something and he didn't mean to make me feel a certain way, but it did. And what I find happened in our relationship, I'll only ever speak for myself, is it was, and this is when it was like, I was speaking German, he was speaking Spanish. And so we'd erupt and blow up and hate each other is that I would go, well, you just said this and this is what you meant. And he's like, well, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yes, you did that. Da, 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 da. But he didn't because his truth and reality and his perception is what it was and mine was what it was. So how we have learned to communicate, which has truly, and you will agree with this, completely changed how we communicate, fight. We don't really fight. We no, bicker. Oh, we've looked. Or we've had some like, smoking blarneys. Yeah. Um, but no, we don't really fight today. We we get angry and we'll bicker. Yeah. But how we changed how we communicate is Morgs will do something or I'll do something back to Morgs. It's rare though. Like you're such a chiller. Mm. It's usually always me. Um, and it will be like, hey, you said this and it's made me, f- you might not have meant to have, but it's made me feel this way. And it just... I, look, in our relationship anyway, it, you know, communication should diffuse most things, but it definitely diffuses the situation. Whereas, Sometimes. Oh, it depends what your it, intention is coming it in. It depends if I'm PMSing. Well, that's a, it's anyway, but I think the thing is it depends what the intention of the communication is, right? It's yeah. like if you're just interested in proving your point and getting, getting it across how you're right, I think quite often that can make the situation... Totally. volatile but if your actual if your intention is to actually just try and resolve get a resolve or um just move forward and move on through it i think then you're more likely to be able to communicate effectively but if you're just looking to one-up each other all the time yeah well then that's not a healthy relationship no. but right? it's but that happens right yeah. it happens in the heat of the argument if it's it's it stops it being about um what the argument was even initially about it's just about trying to just it can get just be about get trying to get one up on each other all the time through the conversation, and I think sometimes it's just important just to stop and go. Okay, what are we trying to? What's the, what's the conclusion we're trying to come to here? Are we trying to move through this, or do we just want to yell at each other and, and, and blame each other? And, yeah, and try and and see who can put, score the most points. Yeah, but I've I have found that, and but you, yeah, you definitely have come to the party in the communication stakes with that, like, mm. and it's so true with the intention thing. Whereas, I, you know. F- when I say that now, because it is usually me, I'll say, you know, Morgs, I'm pissed off or I'm not talking to you or I'm mad or I'm upset because you said this or you, it's not that you look, it's usually something you said or done yeah. or not done. You know, you not um, putting your phone down. Okay, this is such a big one in that, right? Hey, yeah. for both of us actually. Yeah, for, and you this, more than, for you more than me. Yeah, so just be very careful. Yeah, no, we're absolutely. <laughs> but we'll say... Oh, so I'll say to Morgan, hey, and so he's comp- you have amazingly changed. Not We're not perfect, Jesus, yeah. we suck mo- at most things. Um, but I'll say, hey, you not putting your phone down and looking at me and giving me attention when I talk, I know you're listening, but it makes me feel like you're not. Yeah. And so it, it means more to me. Like, could you please just put your phone down? Yeah. And you do. And you're ama- it's not like, oh, well, for, you know, for their sake, rah, 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 and yeah. it's not a blow up. It's like... And often you'll go, I am listening. I'm like, I know you are, but it just makes me feel like you're not. Yeah. That's that's Look, a good example. To be honest, I am there in physical form, <laughs> not mental form. Morgan actually has really this innate gift. I can kind of pick up keywords. <laughs> no, like your ability to go to a nothing box. Oh, yeah. 
is better than anyone I've ever yeah. seen in the world. Yeah. Fact. Yeah, it's totally. phenomenal. I think it's a it's a it's a trait that all men have that need to Ooh, have. Oh, but you're extra. So that, this is what annoys women about men is like they can we can just be thinking about nothing and be at total oh, peace. Hundred like percent. Running through there's like that's like our brain just like running through a meadow. Yeah, I'll always go. Off. Where did you go? And he's like, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. I'm like, but what were you thinking but about? Everywhere. <laughs> Nothing. I'm like, oh my god, teach me, you sage. Okay, no, so, so ra- yeah, so radical communication. communication. So it's all about saying, understanding the perception that you are feeling a certain way, and they probably, possibly didn't mean to make you feel that way. Yeah. But if they did as well, if they go, no, that's exactly how I meant to make you feel, then. You need to unpack that. That's probably yeah. where you go to the psychologist. I think the key part about communication, communication is not just a one-way dialogue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you say you want to communicate effectively, you've got to be willing to understand that when you put something out, something's going to be a cut coming back from totally. the other person, be able to take that on and try and see things from their perspective as well. And we and we are. Like we get better. We Again, we suck at most things, but we are very good at this. And I know that for us, our intention is always to heal and get through it and over it quickly. At some point. And <laughs> <laughs> but I know. Look, I've done my share of sleeping on the couch and in the spare room. Let's, oh, yeah. yeah. I did it. I did it like, when When did I do it? A couple of months ago. And yeah. I, fuck, I was like, I'm never sleeping on the couch again. That's yeah. <laughs> Like I hated him more the next day. And it was just all my fault. Like it was all my fault. I didn't even need to. Um, no, but yeah. So radical communication, yeah. understanding the perceptions, saying to them, instead of going, this is exactly what you did. It's like, well, they've done that or they've said that, but they might not have, you know, and that's how you feel. I think yeah. focusing on how you feel. Um, is super important. Okay, this is all you, this next one, because this is something that you taught me in my infancy as a 19-year-old. Yeah. Um, but number two is boundaries in all ways. Yeah. So, I, I mean, boundaries is in, can be a lot of things as well. It can be boundaries like with each other. Like when we talk about things like deal breakers and stuff, there's things, the bare minimum, the things you won't accept from each other. But boundaries mm. can also extend to... Um, you know, friends that, you know, we've, mm-hmm. you know, especially in the beginning, there's always a friend that's got something to say about the relationship, whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad. Uh, then beyond that family as well, having ba- boundaries with family. Look, we don't have kids, but I know for a lot of our friends that have kids, uh, boundaries need to be reset with grandparents encroaching on the relationship too. So Morgan, when I was 19, 18, no, we just started dating. So yeah. I met Morgan when I was like 16, 20, 17. You were 20, 20, 21. Oh my God. I thought you were so old. Yeah, I was. Um, it's just so funny looking back, but I remember we were hanging out with one of your friends and I was 19. So we just started dating and they were having some problems with the wife's or I think, yeah, wife who, and they had a kid, uh, in-laws. And I remember I was so young and impressionable and I was in the back of the car and you said something to him and you said, you know what, mate, I can't remember exactly, but basically it was, she and he, so like your wife and your kid are your family now. Yeah. That's the unit. That's your boundary. And family, you know, are going to come and give you advice and encroach on that. But that is, the, that is the family unit that you protect now. And I just remember in that moment, I was 19, looking at you. It was probably like the first time that I was like, I'm definitely going to marry this dude. Like, yeah. put a ring on it. I also then had a black, anyway, I'm like, we could go. Yeah. I don't need the backstory. I was like, oh, the backstory is so, so this is on the way to So this is just a slight deviation as well. This is not on here as well. But I think when you're in a relationship with someone, 
you need to be, and this is something my grandfather told my father is like, oh. when you, when you're in, before you, when you're courting, right? Before you get married, you look at the other person with both eyes. But when after you become married or, you know, you take whatever it is for you, right? You take that next level of commitment. You close one eye and you see them through one eye. So you're looking at them one eye, which means you're blind to a lot of their faults because you're married, right? You've accepted that person for who they are. So what that means is the little idiosyncrasies and the little nuances of their personality that irk you. You've got to learn to push them aside <laughs> and move on with it, right? That's I know what it where is. This is going. So this is, and we just had a taste of it then. <laughs> so uh, one of Anna's things is that if a story comes up, like I like to hear, this is how my stories go: beginning, middle, and then an end, a conclusion, right? Sure. Anna has a, tells a story. It starts with the beginning, but then it's got it's like it's like Star Wars. You've got all the parallel stories which running, are phenomenal. Which, not all of them running <laughs> alongside the main story arc, right? And anyway. they, we're deviating onto those and then coming back, right? But again, one eye, but, honey. Yeah, one, one eye. eye. So you have had to. I'm still learning, to be honest. To, yeah. But those sorts of things, <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's about being, it's about just putting up with those things and just getting on with it. But boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> this is something that you taught me. And I come from, and this can trigger this this 100%. If there's one piece of advice on this list, it's gonna, it's this one that's going to yeah. trigger probably most of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, is that because, and especially women, we are the ones that are still connected by the umbilical cord, I think often to our mothers and our, our families, but also some men. And that pisses women off so much when it's like, they're still attached to their mother's teat almost. Mm. Um, so ladies, I get it. But, and this is the biggest thing though, is that, is that it's like you and your partner. And I don't, I'm personally don't think it's from a dating perspective because there can be a lot of unhealthy relationships and there's a, and sometimes the, the partner, the male or female want to, um, you know, narcissists want to pull you away from the family. So you have to be very conscious of that. But when you're married and if you're married and you're in a healthy relationship, that's what we're focusing on. Um, the boundary is that you have each other. That's yeah. it. I know like it's not my mom that's going to, you know, I mean, she's still phenomenal, but it's like it's Morgan that's going to have to wake up in the middle of the night with me when I'm sick and old. It's, um, you know, it's he and I that when we have a child are going to have to navigate that bringing that child up and the responsibility of it mm. and there's external influences for sure you know parents and in-laws and grandparents and uncles and aunties I know I'm a huge influence on my niece's life but it's like the boundary is that Morgan and I are each other's and like that's our family unit and I have to go Often, like I have to put the boundaries up even with my family when it comes to our marriage and relationship because if we want this to be forever, I don't want to be crass, but we, we are sometimes crass. Like if it's like, rah, well, so-and-so's, I just always say like if a mother-in-law or a father-in-law is intervening, it's like, well, they're not the ones that are going to, you know, you know what I'm going to try to I hope, say. I know what you're going to say. I, I, think, I don't want to say I think it's everyone crass. Else could, I think it's everyone crass. else could put it together. But it's try like... Try not to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's crass, but it's like you as a family unit are yeah. who need to stick with each other. And yeah. you taught me that when I was 19 years of age. And it's it has been, I honestly think, the pillar of our yeah. relationship and our marriage. And I think... All of the adventures that we go on and every, every, um, I mean, we have been through some shit. Yeah. But we know that we have each other's back. I've been dropping life coaching bombs on you since I was like <laughs> 21, right? You owe me like five grand. 
<laughs> oh my god you're so cheap don't say yourself so short so yeah boundaries is such a big one and then boundaries with your own self yeah so i have my own boundaries morgan has his boundaries and we communicate them radically to one another uh and know what we can't cross morgan knows like my self-love sundays are untouchable don't book anything don't make me go to the shops yeah i don't give a hell what you want it's like my sundays are my sacred day yeah um, and even if you wanted to book something or he was like, yeah, we'll come to your barbecue. I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. Have fun at the barbecue. I, I know this and I plan my life around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a bound, but that is a boundary and we know, and he respects it. And yeah. then he's got his own back. Yeah. So there you go. He's nothing Boom. box. All right. So, okay. Okay. So look, moving on as well. Like this is the big thing as well is, 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 is values, knowing each other's values. And actually when people talk about things that they, you know, it's important to have things in common. These are the things that matter, the values, right? Yeah, Cause things like, huge. so things like, you know, oh, I've got so much in common with listening to the same music. That don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Cause Anna and I, we don't listen to the same music at all. We right? are, bl- let's go. We but are black and white. And I like it like heavy metal and punk rock and, rock bands and you know i like a singer who sounds like he's been stabbed in the neck with a glass bottle and (laughs) (laughs) which is exactly why i freaking hate your music i hate it and i love rap and r&b and getting down and dirty (laughs) you live that gangster life absolutely right so again so that's so that's an example so the example right and, and people get values and beliefs mixed up yeah so i'll give you an example and this is one that i like to use to explain the difference between values and beliefs so if you we use a religious example, right? Okay, this is a short one, right? Yeah. So if you took um, a rabbi, um, a Catholic priest, and I don't know what the equivalent is for Islam, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say, you know, they got their guy, right? That guy. They all sit down. If they were to start talking about their beliefs, they'd be at each other's throats because yeah. they all believe different things. But if you started talking about values, like, hey, it's we shouldn't kill each other, rob each other. All that like unconditional of, love. Yeah, all yeah. that, all, all the all the values from their own religious teachings, they'd find um, a commonality there and a common ground. But it's the so beliefs tend to divide, whereas values unite. So it's important to understand, you know, are your values aligned? Mm. So for us, it's like so. An example is for us personally is like health is a big uh, value of ours, right? Health is like number uh, one. We both like to you know try and keep in shape and you know eat well and but keeping that in balance, we like to have a drink a little bit of booze and out for dinner and stuff like that as well but where we differ in some things right are our beliefs right and this is where we can have tension right because anna has she's a bit unsure about you know there's a lot of stuff around vaccines at the moment i'm the other side i'm like in the pro-science he's um, like shoot me up with anything yeah i'm like literally i'm a big farmer man he literally (laughs) like i said to morgs i'm I'm bill gates's homeboy yeah uh, well you're not but it was like he said the other day, like a vaccine was coming, like clinical, no, like never been tested on anyone. I said, would you even like you're at that level that you're like, you, you let's just not look. kick the vaccine. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying like to, to give you an example. And he was like, yeah, of course I trust it. Whereas I'm not anti. Let's just yeah. get that clear. I just want to make that. I was about to say, yeah, you're not C- anti-vax. Can we please make this very so clear? Just, if, if no people listening to this to me. and you're, and you're, and you'd already cop, you already highlighted the link to your favorite Pete Evans blog. Yeah. Right. Just don't, because <laughs> I'm not anti. I am just very, I'm looking at all the science at the moment. So I don't sit on either camp and, but Morgs does, but I think, but I respect him and I love that we can differ in those beliefs yeah, because and I, he respects me back when I'm looking at the science and it's funny. He'll like, 
check our inbox and there's you know a new lit piece of literature and he's like what do you read i'm like well i just i'm interested i want to literature is a loose, i want to is, is a loose term for some of the we'll stuff see, here we read. go right. but but this is such a big one as well and i actually am like we didn't discuss this off the podcast no, but it's such a not, this is definitely not national <laughs> this is even such a trigger topic yeah but even the fact that we can have different beliefs and we do on it but still love and respect and be okay with one another yeah but because our values are so aligned yeah so the value is ultimately is like you know is, is health and obviously if one day we have children we want the, the child to, to be healthy, healthy and, well. and you know we want people to be healthy and things like that as well so again but knowing that the our values are what are going to bring us back together totally and this is a really hard one as well because i think that i said to morgs this is such like we could do a whole podcast and maybe we will just on values because this to me is it I think if we stripped away our entire relationship of 15 years at the end of the day, even, I mean, especially back in the younger days and in the volatility and the uncertainty and the everything that we've gone through, the ups, the downs, the sideways. And when we didn't even know what probably what a value was, they've been there. Yeah. Underlying they've been there. And so I think I said to Morgs, it's hard almost for me to say that on, you know, relationship advice, because ultimately I think if your values don't align, Time I've, of death. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I was like, do we say it? Like, <laughs> yes, time I, of and death. I honestly time of death think, on the relationship. Time of death. Time. I do. I think that that is the biggest thing. And, you know, again, like I said, we, we, Morgs and I can go at each other with crazy different beliefs. And again, mm. I was brought up crazily, like indoctrinated almost religiously, Christian. And Morgs was, you know, atheist, but you. No, no. Look. But again, I don't that's, think I'm like, that's belief. That way. But no, like, again, like, you know, you know, my dad's been on. Um, He's been every religion. He's been every religion. He's phenomenal. So, He's my yeah, favorite I've been human on earth. a few different ones. So. But again, so it's just like we can have such crazy different beliefs. Yeah. But because our values are so aligned, it just we're always going to come back to the truth and we're always going to love each other unconditionally. But I think it's when, like I said to Morgs this morning, health is just a perfect example. And I said, you know, if you didn't give a crap about your health, we wouldn't be together. No. That's a value. Yeah. So if someone just doesn't care about their health and, you know, if like we're in super into health, we love to be healthy, we love, we love balance, but we would never then, we wouldn't. We're not going to hang around people that smoke and um, like just don't care about health and don't look after themselves. We And they're, yeah. they're not bad the val- people, it's, it's just one but of the values just aren't there. Yeah, exactly. So why would you tolerate that in your own relationship? It, boom. Ding. End of podcast. Yeah. No. Just <laughs> All right. So more. number four uh, is I put love yourself first. Yeah. Always. I'm gonna let you take this one because this is that whole self love thing. I'm like, I don't look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, I love, I love you. But I you lo- read David Goggins the other day, or well, you are reading David Goggins. Yeah, it's a great book. And he great actually book. says to do the mirror work. And it's you a were bit like, different. yeah, but it's a bit different. It, he's not like looking in the mirror and telling himself, sort of though, that he Goals. loves himself. But yeah. love thyself. So. Uh, and it's quick. You guys know this. I've done the whole podcast on self-love, which is uh, episode three. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. But that whole journey that I went on around self-love and more, I mean, I feel like you just innately do this. You just rock at this. I think men do more. Yeah. Um, but for us women, I I know and I know for myself when I was looking for that external validation, I it was when I hated myself and you need your man to fill those holes yeah. versus when you can just radically love yourself yeah. from all those places. I think you're right. I think men do rocket this. That's why there's no men's body positivity movement. 
Yeah. Because we're just like, we just look at it and be like, ourselves and be like, yeah, you're killing it today, son. You You keep up the good work. Yeah. (laughs) And this is true, ladies, just so you know. A lot of the time. I'm not not downplaying it. Obviously, men uh, have their own troubles with mental health and and well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you, I remember you said like when you were even 30 kilos overweight, Moxes lost 30 kilos. Sex God. Sex God. You were like, (laughs) no, honey, I looked in the mirror and was like, you're killing it, champ. a, A lot of guys. Um, have big tickets on themselves, right? I don't know why, but but there's others that struggle. So yeah. I, I, look, if you haven't you, wor- sp- take take it to you. You you were amazing. You were like until you weren't, and then yeah. you changed it, which yeah. was amazing. Exactly. But I think loving yourself first, so never looking for that external validation outside of. I mean, even with yourself. So yeah. externally val- validating with the relationship, externally validating. Um, you know. Seeking and needing that person's love, no one. I always say, no one's gonna love you unconditionally until yeah. you can love yourself unconditionally first. Well, I think we could put a height, like a little, was it like a slash on this one as well? But um, we haven't got this one in here as well. But I thought we were gonna have it, which is obviously just you know, in a relationship, the other person's not responsible for your own happiness. Only you. Well, are that as is well. this. That yeah. is this. Like, yeah. and that's exactly it. When you love yourself unconditionally, truly, and yeah. I mean, look, the other you're never gonna wake up one day and just be like. Oh, I'm enlightened. I can love myself. It's it's going to be a forever journey. Yeah. But the faster that you can get that to that place of not seeking that love and acceptance and validation from the other person, we're talking about relationships. So yeah. it's that. Like I I never am like you know tell me I'm beautiful. You never tell me I'm beautiful. I'm like I am beautiful yeah. and I am worthy and I am amazing and I am capable and I am all these amazing things. And I'm he's like looking at me. He's like yeah you yeah, say that all the time. Like you believe that and I do. And so I come to this relationship and I I did not. I was so broken and so ugh, when we started yeah. and that's been our gift to go on this journey together. But if you're new and you're listening to this like, oh, I'm in my 30s and I want to find love, it's like, well, be whole first and find another whole complete person and yeah. become two whole complete beings together. Yeah. Don't think that that other person's ever going to complete you. Morgan does not complete me. No. Morgan is a whole individual <laughs> that comes to me whole and I am whole and together we create an impact and love one another and, you know, go on yeah, our and obviously ways. You make me happy, but I'm not reliant on you no. to keep me fulfilled and, and, and make sure that my happiness isn't dependent on, on you making me feel good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. I'm a male. I, I kill it at that automatically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last but not least, there's so many that we could go into, but we were like, if we keep it at five, I think that's fair and enough. Um, do you want to say number five? Uh, yeah, look, separate interests and hobbies and having things yeah. that you can do away. Even if your wife sabotages you at 8.30 when you know you're going out at nine, um, that's just part of the game, I suppose. But, no, but having things that you can do away from each other as well that, you know, and I'm sure this is a, probably a no-brainer, this one for a lot of people is, you know, I'm sure most guys have things that they're into that is just for guy time that where you get away from the missus and, um, you know, maybe you go fishing or you go drinking or whatever it or is. Xboxing or Xboxing or playstation yeah. or computering, yeah. golfing. Yeah. All and let them. That's my yeah. biggest thing that I've always learned. Like, and I was definitely that wi- or girlfriend and then wife even, or probably yeah. not wife, girlfriend and fiance. That would like start the argument probably yeah. at eight thirty for sure. Yeah, um, oh, definitely there's, for there's, sure. There's without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. However, I definitely have learned. What, mo- like, what motivates that? That's what ooh. I want to know. Is it? It's is, almost is it, like an innate anger you, where you don't want them to have. I don't know. It's like fuck you. You can't, you don't. You don't get to have fun without me. Yeah. 
Like, who do you think you are? I want to have fun. Yeah, well, I can't stay home and have fun with you. I think it's so different as well. And mother, can I, let's actually have this chat right now to mums. I will. Yeah. Because I think mums, I am not a mum. But everything that I do, I do for mums and for myself for when I become a mother. Yeah. And it won't then become my whole identity. However, I, you know, I chose the profession I chose because I wanted to be a paid mother. I also build how I build in my business because I want to retire my own mother. I like my whole team is mothers. I coach mothers every day. And I think, and I know from five or seven years of coaching thousands of mothers and mm. hearing their stories and all of my best friends being mums, we, they, you often get angry that and frustrated that it's like, well, I'm at home all day and he's at work and, and that's correct. That's the truth. However, your husband is never going to prioritize you and or wife if you're in a same-sex relationship or marriage. Your husband or wife is never going to prioritize you if you don't prioritize yourself. Yeah. So prioritize your damn self, beautiful. Like if they're going to the gym and you feel like you don't have time to go to the gym, make the damn time. Demand that from him. Demand that from the crash. Figure it out in your life. Because if the things that are making you resentful are because they're doing it, it's because they're simply prioritizing their, themselves. Yeah. That's self-love. Yeah. That but is it's, a form it's of Some of the things, again, for other, some couples, maybe you've got kids and stuff as well. This might be financial constraints around that too. Totally. But then you can have the conversation. Yeah. So if the hu- husband... The cash. Ha- well, yes, I'm so about that. That's a fifth element. Give me the cash. Favorite movie of all time. But I think when, you know, say it is financial. Let's yeah. go there. Say it's financial. And so I, we, we do, we understand and respect. Because again, we talk a lot of, to a lot of couples who struggle financially in the, what we do. Yeah. And we help them with that. But the big thing is, okay, so say it's that. Say you're, you guys are struggling week to week. So maybe you can't afford the gym or you can only afford one gym membership. Okay. But you've got legs. Yeah. So, and your husband might work really long hours. But he still has to come home. Yeah. So when he comes home, that is when you need to prioritize yourself. Tell him from 5.30 to 6.30 or whenever the time is. And maybe then the excuse is like, no, Anna, that's witching hour. I've heard them all, believe me. And I get them all. And they're all real and validated 100%. But you, my point is you have to prioritize yourself because nobody else in the world is going to prioritize you. And that's what I learned. That's why I prioritize my self-love above all else. And my self-care above all else. I don't wait for permission. I don't wait for Morgan to book me a day spa or anything. I do it my damn self because I'm like, well, that's how I can operate at my highest and best. And then that's when I am whole and complete and thriving and fulfilled and feel well. I show up as a phenomenal wife and a great sister and an incredible coach and all those yeah. things. So um, that's what I most want to say. I think mums struggle with this because... They don't have time and they don't. And their husbands don't understand and they don't. And they have constraints and they do. But if you can just start to love yourself, to choose yourself enough, even for 10 minutes a day, where you get to go away and have that time from the kids to fill your own bucket and to love yourself, moving, eating, speaking, reading, earning, whatever it is like you love yourself, you will show back up in that marriage and that relationship and as a mother so much more complete. Yeah, and I think guys need guy time, right? Just to shoot the shit, right? And just talk. Totally. Whatever, whatever they want to talk, right? And 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 sometimes that for guys in itself is the best therapy. Totally. Right? It's, it's just being around other, other men 
Um, and just, you know, sometimes you just watching football without talking. Mm. Right? It's its own therapy in itself. I mean, although, you know, there's talking if you're watching. There's like, trash talking. There's trash talking or yelling at the TV and all those sorts of things as well. Those things for guys. And again, I, I don't know what the psychology of it is, but sometimes just getting away and getting around uh, good friends, right? And again, it's, you know, it could be guys, whatever it is, but just good friends who make you laugh and make you feel good. Um, where you where you get a break away from the relationship, and not totally. because that's anything bad, but just you come back to the relationship. Yeah, much more excited. Not excited, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, is like you feel, but it is excited yeah. and happy, and and it's like your tank has been filled in some way, and it, yeah. you didn't then rely on the kids, which are definitely not going to do it, or the wife, no. <laughs> or whatever. No, but that's just such a male thing, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, I think that I admire those people that are like great dads. I'm like, <laughs> Go. You will be Go. one, honey. Yeah. You're a great fur dad. Yeah, look, I kill at that, but he's low maintenance. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I think if you take anything else away from it, it's it's what we just said in that last point and apply that to every single way. So prioritize for yourself that radical communication. Don't now wait for your partner. Yeah. Don't now be like, well, he doesn't radically communicate. I'm yeah. I say he because I'm female and so I'm looking at morgues, right? Yeah, but you know, but if, you if it's same last... sex, whatever. Yeah. But it's like if just don't rely on the partner. So radical communication, radically communicate first. Yeah. Prioritize that for yourself. Boundaries. Don't wait for your partner to set them. Set yeah. them for yourself. Set them for your family. Set them for your marriage. Knowing your values. If you go to your husband tonight, say, or your wife or whatever, and you sit with them and say, I just listened to this podcast and I want to set values. And they are like, couldn't give a rat's ass. That's okay. They're not there yet. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Prioritize that for yourself. Loving yourself. Don't wait for permission. Prioritize it. And having separate interests and hobbies, even if even if hobby or wife doesn't yet have them themselves and you pitch the idea, like, I think we should have some separate interests. If, again, they're not interested, prioritize it for yourself. Yeah. And above all else, prioritize yourself in the relationship because the, your partner, it's not their responsibility and they're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And look, those are the five sorts of things. And again, this is you know not something that we just um, spend hours thinking. Oh, we were just like this morning. It's like, well, what what should we talk about? And yeah. what are the things that that we've learned? Um, and that was basically them. So again, um, yeah, it was it was good fun. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at each other. It was good fun. We hope you always get something from it. Um, if you have listened to this episode and you love it, we would love to hear. If you feel like we've missed something off the list. Tag us and let us know. Yeah, and what we're actually what's gonna, your main uh, piece of relationship? I think what advice. we're actually going to do as well, we'll, we'll keep this anonymous Ooh. if you want to, as well as like you can contact us on any of our socials. Um, and if you've got like a specific relationship problems, we won't obviously name names or anything like that. Well, we that. think it would be fun to do Just a Q and A once Q&A. a week, yeah, an anonymous Q and A. Yeah, can be about anything. I think. I think it should be like business, yeah. marriage, relationships, whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah have some fun because i mean it's completely unsolicited advice oh yeah and we're so unprofessional oh, no. oh, and yeah. i think that's the yeah. fun part of it Look, he's, um, when i said go see a professional in the beginning that's largely because i didn't finish year 12 <laughs> 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 i i just make this shit up as i go along so it's funny yeah, but it's, it's true. true um but no look um Thanks so much as well. But that's something I'd like to do as well. Just yeah, let's do Q&A. A bit of fun I think it's as well. Fun. And look, it, you know, unsolicited advice from two people who... Two rat bags, yeah. failing in life together, but yeah. blissfully happy. 
So look, that's it, guys. Uh, and we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.